Hi, you're listening to the Abundant Encounters podcast, and this is Mary Marsingill. We're so honored to have you. And just quickly, before we get started, I wanted to remind you to rate this podcast and give positive reviews anywhere you're listening, Apple, Google, and others. Just talk about what you're experiencing, or especially any encounters that you felt like you had during an episode. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could take five seconds right now to pray for our podcast and ministry to succeed. Five seconds might not sound like much, but we believe that our collective prayers will make a massive difference and protect and prosper these ministries' efforts to glorify and exalt Jesus. Our hope is simple, that people have real encounters with Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. Please join us now for just five seconds to pray. Thank you so much. Here's Josh. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Abundant Encounters podcast. My name is Joshua Marsingill. I can appreciate the hunger for more of God. That intentionality will take you everywhere in the kingdom. (laughs) Just wanting more. And if you found this podcast, if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is you're hungry. And I pray that God would set a table before you in this amazing way that he does so that you could feast, even if it's in front of your enemies. Yeah. You know, even to get started... um, I think it would be good if we practice some Christian mindfulness, not just regular mindfulness, but Christian mindfulness. And, you know, however you get there. But um, the way I do it is um, I will focus on that, um, the presence of the Holy Spirit. For me, I feel Him, like, kind of in my throat and in my chest. And uh, when I pull my attention to Him, the wonderful Holy Spirit it strengthens my focus a lot of people especially in non-Christian settings will focus on their breath or there's nothing really wrong with that you know some of the meditation practices of emptying ourselves out is pretty dangerous if you ask me Um, but uh, but mindfulness is really just it's like flexing a muscle and every time so the point isn't that you never leave um, the home base the the um, you know the feeling of the Holy Spirit that I have in my throat kind of thing it's just that when you do you pull yourself back So just keep pulling yourself back. Back to home base.
again. If you feel yourself drifting off, just pull yourself back to home base. Yes, O Lord, we focus on you. Jesus, we focus on you. Holy Spirit, we focus on you. Father God, we focus on you. You're one. Thank you so much for your presence. We want to be right here in this present moment with you. Any distractions that shouldn't be there that aren't with Jesus, we just cancel your assignment right now. We bind you up and we put you under the feet of Christ. He can do whatever he wants with you. And right now, Holy Spirit, I ask that you'd come. We know that you're here, but help us become so aware that you are here. And find that home base in you. Just focus on you. Build that muscle of being able to focus on you in any situation. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So again, if your attention floats away, it's not a problem. It's just going ahead and finding home base again. Find the Holy Spirit. Center back in. Back in the Holy Spirit. Awesome. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So you get two things, faith and hearing. So your faith increases and your hearing increases. And um, we believe in reading the scriptures um, to bring about wonderful encounters with God. Because that's where he put so many of his encounters for us to find. And um, he wasn't hiding them from us. He was hiding them right there for us. And all over our lives, he's really hiding them for us. If we're looking, our eyes will open, our ears will hear, our eyes will see. And so we're going to continue with the story of Noah today from the Passion Bible Translation. And um, I think we're in 8 and 9. I'm going to read both. these chapters and finish off kind of the part of the story of Noah that I wanted to um, for the sake of this series called The Rescuer. And um, we're really doing this series. I want to just talk about us a little bit, but our uh, organization is going through some changes and it's really exciting in a lot of ways. Um, We're going to start doing inner healing as a kind of our primary source of income and um, we don't have like a lot of people that donate or anything like that so it's really just um, 
it's a non-profit, but it's also just an effort to do what we feel really called to do, which is to help people. I've seen so many people get saved, healed, delivered um, by practicing inner healing and count and lay counseling. And so we just really love that, and um, that's our passion. And so we're gonna we're gonna begin to focus on it full time. We'd really like to see inner healing become even more available um, and easily accessible to others and especially online it just needs to be more convenient and um, and I love um, doing ministry online because especially with um, when you're ministering to ministers and people that are in the church um, it's nice to have an inner healing resource that's outside of your church and so um, that's the idea that we're going to be doing at AbundantEncounters.com. We've got some great team members um, that are signed on with us, and we'll take on clients. And we hope to just be really available to you and to take on um, more inner healing for the body of Christ. It's really something to get free and to go deeper into our intimate relationship with the Father. Sometimes, um, you know, we just have these blockages, these things that are in our way, and um, God knows how to remove them. And the best thing about inner healing is that you're not, you're not really in the driver's seat. You have these tools that invite God, and um, and we've used a lot of them on this, uh, these episodes and these shows, and but it's, it's really nice to have a person that can respond to you personally and is there and their soul focuses you um, while, they, while they facilitate your connection to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so for this episode, we are in the Passion Translation, and we're going to get started in Chapter 8 of uh, Genesis. And this beautiful story of Noah so cool to think about uh, 9-11 and this rainbow that just appeared over uh, New York City in just such a vibrant and obvious way. I mean, people were blown away, stopped in the streets. There's videos and stuff. If you haven't seen this, I would recommend doing a Google search. Um, Really cool to see how it even impacted the city. But... um, God is keeping his promises, and we're going to see that in this story. It's such a beautiful story of his rescuing heart. So Noah leaves the ark. God's heart was moved with compassion as he remembered Noah and all the animals, large and small, that were with him in the ark. And God caused a wind to sweep across the earth again, and the waters subsided. He closed the subterranean fountains and the floodgates of heaven and held back the rain. After 150 days, the floodwaters gradually receded from the earth and the waters began to subside. And on the 17th day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on the highest peak in Ararat. The waters continued to recede until the 10th month. And on the first day of the tenth month, all the mountaintops appeared. After forty more days, Noah opened the window he had made in the ark 
and released a raven. It flew back and forth from the ark until the earth was dry. Then he sent out a dove to see if the waters had receded from the surface of the ground. But the dove found no place to rest. So it returned to Noah in the ark because the waters still covered the face of the earth. Noah put out his hand and grasped the dove and put it back into the ark. He waited another seven days and released the dove from the ark again. Before evening, the dove came back to him, and there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf. So Noah realized that the waters had finally subsided from the earth. Then he waited another seven days and sent the dove out again. But this time it did not return to him in the ark. In Noah's six hundred and first year, on the first day of the first month, the waters were dried up from the earth. Noah lifted the hatch, looked out, and saw the dry ground. On the twenty-seventh day of the second month, the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, Come out of the ark, you and your wife, your sons and their wives. Release all the animals with you, and set them free, birds, animal, large and small, every living thing. And they will multiply and abound and flourish on the earth and in the sky. So Noah and his family left the ark, and every animal, large and small, every bird and crawling thing came out of the ark by families. Noah erected an altar dedicated to Yahweh. Then he selected ritually clean animals and birds of every species and offered them as burnt sacrifices on the altar. And when Yahweh smelled the sweet fragrance of Noah's offerings, his heart was stirred, and he said, Never again will I curse the earth because of people, even though the imagination of their hearts are evil from their childhood, nor will I ever again destroy every living creature as I have done. I promise this. As long as the earth exists, there will always be seasons of planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. God's Covenant with Noah Chapter 9 God lovingly blessed Noah and all his family and said to them, Reproduce, be fruitful, and populate the earth. I will cause every living creature of the earth, sky, and sea to fear and dread you from this time forward. They are now under your authority. You may now eat the meat of animals, as well as green plants. I now give you everything for food for you. However, you must not eat meat with its life blood still in it, for its life is in the blood. If anyone takes another person's life, I will demand an account, whether from man or beast, I will demand an account for taking a human life. Whoever sheds human blood, by other humans he must have his own blood shed. For to kill a person is to kill one made in God's own beautiful image. Now all of you, with my blessing, reproduce, be fruitful, and repopulate the earth. Then God said to Noah and his family, I establish my loving covenant with you, your descendants, and every living creature that is with you, animals, large and small, birds, and every living thing that came out of the ark. 
I will maintain my loving covenant with you. I will never again completely destroy life on earth by means of a flood. Yes, never again will a flood destroy the whole earth. The rainbow. Here is a sign for you and future generations that my loving covenant will endure between me and you and every animal that came with you out of the ark. I have placed my rainbow among the clouds and it will be a sign of my loving covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant with you and with every living thing upon the earth. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy life from the earth. When the rainbow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant I made with you and every living thing of every kind upon the earth. So God said to Noah, the rainbow is my signature in the sky, my seal of love to confirm that I have kept my covenant between me and every living thing on earth. Just bring your focus back to home base. I'm bringing it back to the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. You know, I'd never seen this before, but it seems like um, God opened the ark on Noah's birthday. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about this, but it says in Noah's 601st year, on the first day of the first month, the waters were dried up from the earth. Noah lifted the hatch, looked out, and saw the dry ground. I just think that's so sweet that the Lord was thinking about him. People obviously lived a lot longer before the flood. Um, there's all kinds of ideas and stuff about that, but Lord, we just focus on you. We thank you so much for your presence. Yeah. And there's this beautiful idea You know, in this action that God has taken, maybe even in your life, you know, um, I've met uh, multiple people that have said that rainbows show up in their life at opportune moments where God's like letting them know. You know what an awesome encounter that can be. You know, what an awesome encounter for, for New York on September 11th recently. And um, it's just incredible that God really does. He just puts this, his signature, as the Passion Translation says, in the sky for all of us to see. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Sometimes we just need to take a minute to feel grateful. Just feel it. It's not because we're so rotten or anything, but the Lord delights that we delight in His creation, the things that He does. You know, so when we do that, He's He's up there smiling and experiencing such joy as we experience joy over His creation. He delights in us delighting in Him. you Lord thank you for the New Testament it's not an eye for an eye tooth for tooth uh, situation anymore and thank you Jesus for paying the price and we thank you Jesus that you'll get your full reward yeah I absolutely love the Old Testament but it's a, you have to wash things through the filter of Jesus. Jesus is the promises. And in some cases that hadn't even been made yet. But he's the promises fulfilled. And so we have to come at the Old Testament from a New Testament lens. And not so we can shape it. We don't have to change anything. We have to know what has been accomplished. If it hadn't been accomplished, then we'd be looking at it completely different, right? I thank God for God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you rescue. You know, um, I think I've already said this on one of these episodes, but the way I relate to this story in a big way is um, through building this organization that we're building and uh, building an online presence and doing things that I've never really done before. And, um, but it's really important that we're able to be seen by the right people. And, and so I'm listening to the Holy Spirit and having him lead us and to make the right decisions, the right, the right partnerships, the right... Um, you know, channels and things that we um, advertise on, and we've we've stopped doing things. We've started doing things, and uh, but in a way, we're just we're building this this boat of sorts, and so it helps me relate to Noah. But it also just brings me into this understanding of like God's intention towards us. Um, on a personal level, you know, not on a grandiose level, of course, but like on a personal level, I can see that God is deeply invested and deeply involved in our life and is setting things in place so that we can be rescued from the proverbial floodwaters. Right? Sometimes it just feels like a flood is coming at us, you know, and it's like, we've got to get prepared. I don't care what anybody else thinks. We have to follow what God is calling us to do. We have to do this. It doesn't matter if when people think of inner healing, they think of 
you know, the Exorcist movies or something, <laughs> something silly like that. None of that matters. Like, God can do what he needs to do. You know, in, in our minds, the beauty of inner healing is about connecting to God. That's it. It's connecting to God. Demons don't want to be in the same place where God is. When he's manifesting inside one of his sons or daughters, nobody wants to be there. And I have seen deliverance take place, and it's beautiful because it's not a big showy thing. Nobody would, you know, want to make it into a horror movie. It is a beautiful um, situation where someone, you just watch their face change sometimes. And that's it. That thing's gone. Peace has come. The kingdom is here. There's nothing that God can't do. He's so amazing at setting people free. When we give Him the time, set aside the time to be present and focus on Him, He's going to show up every time. And maybe you're challenging that right now. And that's okay. Like, I would highly recommend receiving inner healing to see, uh, I mean, to get your breakthrough. Find out, get curious. I remember being a complete atheist, and I never would have believed that God would show up as completely and frequently as He does in my life. It's just, He's always there, He's always been there. I just gotten really good at, at ignoring him. And I think a lot of us are born that way. We're just really good at, at ignoring God. It's interesting, the statement in uh, chapter 8 here, where he's talking about people in their imaginations, they have vanity from their birth, you know. And I, it's that vanity obviously gets in the way of us being able to just acknowledge that we're not alone, that God is right here with us in this amazing creation that he made. I love how the story of Noah gets us to celebrate what God has done. He has made beautiful things everywhere around us. You know, so lately, um, one of the things that God has been using to rescue Mary and I is uh, declarations. And declarations are really fantastic. I, uh, basically, they're statements of faith. And faith, I believe, is, some, is a form of currency that heaven uses. Um, that I, I don't really understand how things work, obviously, but... It does seem like if we give some God something to work with, then it's amazing how things work up, and that such is the nature of prayer, right? So when we pray for our family members, we pray for a situation to work out. When we pray for those things, uh, we're believing because we're believers, and heaven gets to participate in what's happening through those prayers of faith. Well, declarations are very much like that. And of course, like there's a worldly version that isn't very helpful, and it's just about ego, egotism, and just you know, um, and really wanting what doesn't belong to to us and things like that. But but when God has told us 
what does belong to us and we put it to a declaration that is faith and it's beautiful and so I'm going to give you a few examples of some things that my wife and I have been declaring over ourselves and then I'll we'll, we'll talk with the Lord and we'll, we'll see if we can't find you a real declaration to make over your life starting today yeah so this first one is really special to me and it really resembles um, some of the work that we do here on this podcast too but it's here it is it says I am fully present in this moment right here and now as Father God wraps himself around me in my chest arms legs toes and feet hands and fingers neck and shoulders face and mouth eyes and ears brain and heart and mercy and acceptance so that's just one declaration and actually there's several in there but that's one declaration that we're making that God is here he's wrapped himself around us and all of these statements are coming from scriptures and um, and so you can find these ideas in the Bible what we're doing is we're wrapping them up in this faith because this belongs to us this is our inheritance and um, so here let me give you another one so I know and love God he defends and fathers me personally there's another one father God likes me and he loves me today maybe you can say that after me father God likes me and he loves me today or how about this one father God is my pearl of great price today he is my reward and I am not in lack so say it with me father God is my pearl of great price today he is my reward and I am not in lack here's another one so that I can connect to his presence within me and in a physical way um, this one goes the train of his robe continuously fills my body his temple say it with me if you want the train of his robe continuously fills my body his temple and these are just some examples and I, I say I go through Holy Spirit declarations and Jesus declarations and I go through business declarations and through family declarations and and um, you know by the time I'm done I've been declaring good news over my my life and my wife and and uh, my little dog and and our family for about five minutes or more and just saturating in that atmosphere of goodness is you can feel the physical effects the endorphins and um, you know so you just feel great you feel good um, and it just lifts your heart there's a spiritual side to it that you're just you're just chasing off every evil intent everything that that would try to make its way and and bombard you in your life that day or anything like that and I've just noticed that it it improves my mood throughout the day if I if I start my day with declarations now not to say that um that we should religiously always do declarations I don't believe that religion gets to be the boss of who I am but as a tool and when it's when God is using it to minister to me I'm using it 
every day and I'll use religion as a tool every day because uh, relationship is priority you know and I'm not going to let religion get in the way of my relationship if declarations stop working for me I simply stop doing them if they stop connecting me with the father if they stop connecting me with God's life moving through me then I simply stop doing them and so I ran through those kind of quickly but um, what I wanted to do was I wanted to get into a little activation here so that you could come up with your own and um, it is important that they are your own um, you totally grab some from others uh, Steve and Wendy Backlund they have an amazing resource like you can just download like a hundred free declarations from their website and they've inspired me so much over the years um, just about declarations and just love those guys so much but um, but yeah so just feel like this is a technique that God uses to, to rescue us sometimes. It's just us giving heaven some faith to work with. And so close your eyes if you can. And But what I want you to do right now is just imagine Father God. Now, if you've been holding home base, um, Holy Spirit, for all this time, then ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me to see the Father. I want to, I want to come close to Him. I can just continually hold Holy Spirit. They're one, so you can, you can go closer to the Holy Spirit. recognize some of what you're experiencing maybe what you're seeing or imagining and, um, and then press into the detail of what it is acknowledge it press into it ask Holy Spirit or Father God Father God can I come closer to you This may sound strange, but I believe it'll it'll lead to a good place, and God knows what He's doing. So if you hear from Him, then awesome. So ask Father God, am I believing any lies about you? Yeah. So maybe something came to you pretty quickly, or maybe you didn't really feel like there was anything there. But if you did, I want to let's let's take that. Let's say I renounce the lie that and just say I renounce the lie and just say the lie that you heard. And ask 
What do you give me in exchange for this lie that I began to believe? What do you give me in exchange? declaration that you want to begin to make, that truth that you just heard. But here's the question I wanted to get to, too, is that it's, um, Father God, what do you want me to declare over my life in this season? And remember just to be patient and uh, don't try to put anything in there, but look for an impression and listen for the voice of your father. The word literally says, my sheep know my voice and they hear me. You can hear him. So Father God, what is, what is a declaration that I can make over my life in this season? Maybe you're just getting a little idea of it, and I just want to encourage you, if you got anything, even if it's just like the word peace or something like that, just begin to take, I mean, accept that, like be grateful, thankful um, for what God has given you, trust Him, you can trust Him, you know, and um, make sure you write this down and, um, and allow it to just kind of unfold. And for some of you, you got your full declaration. And if you want to ask him for more of them, maybe maybe you've got a whole, like, like I can't hardly, you know, kind of wait to sit down and write all these down. I hope that's, that's the experience that you're having. And um, just begin to write them down and find scriptures that go with them if you want to, if you'd like to. And um, just begin to declare those and fill your mornings or your afternoons or whenever you want to. Uh, just fill them with faith and shift the atmosphere over your, over your world. Declarations are powerful and important. And if you want like a list of like 10 or something, I'm going to leave this music going and um, just keep on home base with the Holy Spirit and just ask Father God Father God what are, what's another thing that I can declare over my family what's, what's something I can declare over my, my workplace what's something I can declare over my future over my spouse over, over my friend over my, my pets and so on just 
just get some great declarations and begin to fill like a whole block of time just saturate in in faith talk and just talk to God with faith yeah bless you Today might be a big new day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in his heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, he is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. We pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth that overwhelms and overcomes every deficit of this world around you and others here in this world. In Jesus' name. Come and visit us online at AbundantEncounters.com where you can find out more about our cause. We want everyone to have an encounter with God today. And on that website, you can find out ways to help yourself, help your friends. There's counseling, coaching, and articles available that will help you to embrace the lifestyle of encountering God. AbundantEncounters.com Hey, I'm very excited to announce that we have some brand new journals, uh, encounter journals that are going to be available from our website, AbundantEncounters.com. And they're very simple. They use three prompts 
to help you focus on what you see Father God doing and what you hear him saying in your personal world. And I believe they're really going to bless you. It's 40 days that each, um, each one of these will cover. And I believe within that time frame, you're going to experience such amazing breakthrough and have more encounters. I, I believe that stewardship brings encounters because that's what I've experienced with our Father. He's not short on encounters, my friends. So I want to encourage you. These are very affordable. Um, just go check them out on our website, AbundantEncounters.com. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.